you could stick a brush on his head and make it go down the toilet. today actually feel kind of um fresh and invigorated and energetic for today's show what's the opposite to fresh and invigorated really knackered and depressed hi i'm gary forrestal really two peas in a pod like two peas in a pod hello i'm trying to be like you i'm trying to do it how you do it it. (laughs) no i scrap it no we're gonna carry on and welcome to the d trout spinners a little retrospective on the Ricky Gervais XFM shows with myself, Gary Forrest, um, and my co-presenter slash colleague, Mars Pennell. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing the intro. And I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing it very deliberately to annoy Miles in the style that he doesn't like. So uh, it's it's a little a little a uh, little switch around from how we usually do it. But see a drop in the but, listeners straight away, right? Oh now. yeah, as if they haven't uh-huh. been down already. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. We've got coming up, we, we will be discussing our thoughts on the episode. We have our favourite quotes. We've got XFM in the community, um, which is where we go through your feedback in the week. We've also got, some, well, I know Mars has got some little features. He hasn't told me quite what they are, but he's got some features, some facts or something like that. So we've got that coming up as well. And we've also got some lovely music to share with you round around the halfway mark if we get if we make it that far so look forward to that some original music from a a, a new a new artist so you know we're ticking every box for your podcast needs two average presenters and a few shoddy features yeah what's yeah okay absolutely so yeah who could want any more than that all packed into about 47 minutes <laughs> you know squeezed in that quality squeezed so in pushed that down don't miss it. But in the meantime, before we start all that, how's it going, Miles, this week? How's your week been? Oh, it's been all right, man. I mean, um, obviously, we're not in lockdown anymore. Not really. We can still get out and about and do our sort of things that we like. You're right. You're rubbing your eyes in a sort of way yes, that suggests yeah. you're not that interested. Yeah, I'm just kind of, you know, I've got a bit of sleep in my eye. I don't know. That builds up and I'm bored, I think. I'll carry on. Um, yeah. So, uh, no, but, you know, round about the sort of I'm OK during the day, like, got stuff to do during the day i'm obviously working from home like a lot of people are the moment it hits five o'clock and i'm sure this is the same for a lot of people i just don't know what to do i either drink or have a nap those are the options available at the moment i'm the same but 12 p.m like (laughs) midday you're you're a morning person though aren't you yeah i get up sometimes uh three four a.m you know i don't try to i just you know can't sleep because you know when you get old and your bladder starts to go like me you kind of you get up early so yeah i get up early. but um yeah uh, when it hits midday i'm thinking i'm in that mode of like okay shall i drink now or shall i not drink until 1 p.m you know so at 5 p.m i'm in but bed. sometimes it's quite nice just to have that little midday sharpener isn't it you know i wouldn't know anything about that myself but um yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a sharpener i'd call it a bluntener <laughs> i think it doesn't make me more sharp when i have a drink and it certainly doesn't make you more sharp i've seen you after one pint <laughs> and, and about eight pints as well so. <laughs> well let's let's try and keep it on the level painful for this episode of course this week we are discussing episode 31 that was broadcast on the 22nd oh, of march 31 already. it's amazing i know 
Well, we've actually done about 40 episodes, really. Yeah, if you've done others. Dutch otherwise. Dutch otherwise, um, which are also available on uh, Apple and Spotify and all that jazz. This is kind of like our sister breakout show where you sort of find a little bit more out of uh, about, about Gary and Miles. In the it, first yeah, it sounds, but it sounds boring, and it is. But you know, give them a try. There's something a bit different, anyway. But anyway, Miles, you were you were just giving a little summary of the show. Sean Wright on Twitter said he liked the preamble, so I think. At least one person will be enjoying this, yeah. Okay. I know you forget yeah, Gary, sp- Gary literally stopped and froze. That because he's he just has to soak that in for a moment. Yeah, I, I was surprised, but yeah. I, I, quite, you're quite sensitive. We're quite sensitive people, actually. I never thought of us like that. But no, I'm not. I'm not that sensitive. What are you trying to I, say? <laughs> I'm, I'm being ironic. No, we we we. I I would say I'm quite sensitive in some ways, but Mars is particularly sensitive to criticism. RT will text me 12 different times in an hour about you know how he feels about criticism not that we get loads but we get you know oh are they trying to be ricky and steve that's what that's what oh they're trying to be ricky and steve but we're not genuinely not but i'm not sensitive and i'm pleased that um sean likes the preamble some people don't so we got we're trying to balance it out we're going to do a bit of preamble but not too long but not too short either so it's it's, it's finding that balance and you need two ultra skilled presenters to do that. So, you know, do you know any? Carl is disappointed by the film Freaks, confused by transsexuals and slapped live uh, on the head by Steve. You can listen to, of course, you can listen to all of the uh, actual XFM shows. I'll put a link into the bio, including this one, if you want to listen ahead of the main show. Hi, welcome back, everyone. This is a... Uh, you're joining Gary and I. That's Miles. That's Miles doing. He's trying to be like as if he was on Virgin or something. <laughs> that's like his like. Oh yeah. Oh, people actually go away and listen, and I'm going to say hi again. But really, I'll let listeners in on a secret, right? The time between when he said go and listen, and then he started introducing it again, was about one second. Really, yeah. no time had passed. But look how quickly I can jump into that role. Yeah, when needed at push. Mars is Mars is trying to please Andrew Phillip. Basically, that's <laughs> if if you're wondering how Mars gets his star, what he's trying to do, what vibe Mars is going for, is to try and please Andrew Phillips. Well, you I'm, would. I I'm, I would if he was here. I've, I've done I've done a lot more for a lot less. Let's put it that way. So yeah, the show is a good one. I think I just jump jump straight in. I think it's it's. It's um it's got a lot of great quotes. I was telling you before the show, like a quote after quote. Some shows, you know, you go through and you're sort of it, it's quotes come every five ten minutes, but this one it's like bang 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 bang. Yeah, and it's quite an interesting show. But I'll let's do it the reverse. I'll ask you what are your initial thoughts of the show this week? Yeah, it was really hard to it was hard to knock down. Um, we usually like to have about five uh, quotes for our favourite quotes, which is coming up. However, I've probably got about eight and I could have squeezed in a hell of a lot more because it's just such it is such a fun show this week. And, you know, it's probably, you know, we're we're now into, you know, prime series, two, aren't we? Where just a long line of amazing shows. They're all like, equally good and they're getting better. You know, Monkey well, Moves is well in its swing. We're now on Songs of Phrase territory. 
cheapest chimps they're still doing that still well, doing the cheapest chimps is just a two i know of course but, um, but but it's not but we're, we're i agree with you we're in the golden period absolutely you know because by by series four the, that golden period is over they're still good but it's over series three has some very good shows in it but they're not all great but we're we're right in the midst of the golden period which we're actually coming up quite soon which i'm because i i know you you said episode 31 so i know for a fact, episode 38 is the one where they don't win a Sony. And it's, oh, uh, you know, what's that's his, what's one of that? my favorites, I think. I think actually that's when push comes to shove. That is probably my favorite episode, actually. I think it's April the 3rd or something like that. Maybe it's, I'm um, wrong. It's uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who sends in the Rockbusters. Oh, um, Gerald now. Preston. Gerald Preston. That <laughs> that that's just, and they do talk about the wind and the wind, the wind on DVD. Can't wait for that. But but we're still in very good territory now, and I think that yeah, this episode's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And what are your highlights? I always get really annoyed. I'm just picking out a few like notable things. This is what I like to do when I sort of analyze these episodes now. Why does Ricky moan about songs of phrases? Is my exact note. He really causes such a stink because Carl replaces um no Twix with Mars bar. He doesn't know. He doesn't know at first. Yeah. I also made a, made a, I don't make that many points because I try and remember them. I make a note of the quotes. But I've I've also made a point. Ricky being a dick. We're saying we're not doing it, <laughs> and it's very rare that this happens. But Ricky is an actual agent of anti-comedy at that point because he genuinely would have had Carl not doing it. He's not joking there. That's not like Mm. him joking. He genuinely would have had Carl not do it. And it's a classic songs of phrase. It's brilliant. Like, and they laugh at it. But Ricky, if he'd had his way, like like the sort of a bit of a toddler, like he was being a, a sort of angry toddler, then we wouldn't have had that brilliant clip. And it's only because of Steve saying you know maybe we should do it he he's kind of says that in the background like that they actually end up doing it so ricky is usually everything ricky does including when he's annoyed it still makes it funny but there he's being like the opposite of a comedian he's like sucking he would have had he had his way sucked the comedy out of that bit because it's a brilliant bit but why would you have like stopped it anyway it's not like it's the be or an end or like yeah, it really it matters <laughs> it's yeah. a fucking no one cares about rock like it, no. yeah, it's surgery it's not brain surgery where you have to be perfect you know? <laughs> i agree with you yeah but i did um look up because it's i was trying to find then this is how pathetic my life is i was trying to find songs with twix in the name to see if i could actually if i was to do songs of phrase could i do it and all i could find right was like rap songs and i was like well twix can't mean twix and the usual turn of phrases in the the dual chocolatey treat what and, about what about Twix and shout, Twix and shout. No, you can't Twix have that. Twix and shout. Not bad, but you can't quite have that. No, but, I know. Did you come up with any songs? Uh, I couldn't find any. No. Okay, well that's that anecdote. That that and that does show how sad and pathetic your life is. Not <laughs> not only did you try and do it, you failed as well. I know. Um, I didn't even try. But how? Um, yeah, I mean, you can't have. You know, it, it would take a lot for an artist to include the word Twix, and there'd have to be a very great lyricist to. Yeah include some confectionery into their <laughs> by the way what does twix mean in the urban dictionary joking, joking. leave it leave it we've had that discussion okay all fair yeah okay. there's, there's no there's no that. twix twix doesn't mean anything twix is not a. it's not used as slang for anything apparently it's not used as it's not used as a 
noun as verb it's like no no song's gonna have twix and actually what carl did replace it with is quite genius the only thing i always wish when i listen to that and you'll know you say no because it's funny how it is i wish he'd stopped after one bar i think that would have been funnier mars bar because it's such a quick little bar like i think it would be funny after bar I think out of no no other songs of phrase do I think of yeah life on Mars every time I well, I I've, I've, I said that anecdote on a, a much earlier show specifically about Mars life on Mars because yeah I heard it you know out of the blue after years of hearing it I know what it sounds like and I it was that thing like when it got to that I was like Mars and I was like where's the bar 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 that's my brain was expecting the bar bar <laughs> I know but um Ricky says uh Old Man River Jim Crochet Jim Crochet did I did some research and actually uh, he did sing Old Man River. That was Jim Crochet. So Carl was right yet again. All these like little things that just keep coming up that Carl's right. We should make this into a feature. Sort yeah, of Carl. well, actually, let's make it into because I've got a, a sort of a sub feature for that. I told you about this in the week. I meant to mention this. Carl's mum sent in Rockbusters and we all laughed at her because they're funny. But there was one Rockbuster she sent in, which actually genuinely makes sense now it was this man likes his wine and it's dean martin and they're like a man who drinks we all everyone think oh a man who drinks what's what a strange clue like he did like his wine so but dean martin did a song called little old wine drinker me so she the clue all right it's not the best clue in the world but it wasn't actually a stupid clue it genuinely was a good clue like it just wasn't it wasn't the best but because no one else no one else other than Carl's mum knows Dean Martin did little old wine drinker me that they just <laughs> laughed at her but yeah so Carl's mum actually that's a little nugget for anyone out there who says they don't give us any new information they just regurgitate all the other stuff um also, anyone who says we don't do any more information how sad are we that that's the sort of things that we do in that's our lives we're pathetically looking up information <laughs> like you were just looking up that other thing with twix in it well that does sort of come back to with steve uh, with with carl because when he goes to africa in um an idiot abroad and he goes to that village or maybe it's in the moaning of life i can't remember they get him to build a coffin for someone else and then they design his own coffin and it's uh it's carl laying in a coffin resembling the oh, yeah, yeah. of a Twix, and he said, yeah. and it's because it's got two in. I could put Suzanne in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That's that is very funny. It's also quite practical as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people do do that. You know, they have plots right next to each other. But you, I think most people don't have double coffins because most people don't die at the same time. So you'd have to wait. <laughs> quite well. um, you'd have to really plan that out. That reminds me of when Carl's one of my favourite Carl things is like, you know, he's contemplating genuine questions that people other people kind of think about but don't say. And he's like, Well, if I was frozen for like a hundred years or whatever and I came out, would I still have to be with Suzanne? <laughs> that's that's great. I love that. Because it is a question you know, it's a genuine question. Most people would think, Oh, that's amazing, I'm still alive after all this time. But it's like, <laughs> would I have to stay with Suzanne? Because she'd be like seventy, you know. But um Well, they do they spend a lot of time actually debating in this episode, don't they? They spend a lot of time talking about the cat with um the bad kidney and there's a lot of of, um uh scenarios put to each of them and like you contemplate 
what do you think? Do you think cat with a kidney or a little K fella, which is ridiculous? But... <laughs> no, they. No, no, it's a fellow. It was because it's not been a cover test because he does not want. Does not want. And so, uh, the other sort of Ricky Slough, and he goes, I love Fairy Tits Paul. <laughs> love the Fairy Tits Paul and a minge. Who's <laughs> another one? Um, but yeah, what would you rather, a cat with a kidney or? A cat, would well, you... I was going to ask you that, but then I thought you'll be you'll jump on the whole PC bandwagon. So no, I, I asked you. No, it's all, not PC bandwagon. We're do, we're reviewing the XFM show. <laughs> PC bandwagon, all aboard, Gary Forrestal. Uh, well, I will I will say that I did some live on air editing that you won't have heard during this show. <laughs> Miles said something that absolutely crossed the line. He didn't realise it does, but it did. Innocent. It was innocent, like Carl. Oh, it was innocent. innocent. I'm not saying you're like, you know, Charles Manson or anything, but it was it was crossed the line. Saturday, but, yeah. But yeah, I, I would I you you're gonna ask me. Okay, I'll answer then. Well I'd I'd give it to the fella I would too. Take that JK Rowling. What would you although, say? Although as we revealed last week, I want to be a cat. Or I want to, sorry, not I want to be a cat. I want to get a cat. I don't know why I said that. I'm going to get a cat. I don't want to be a cat. I can't wait till you have your cats. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to give you more of an excuse not to leave your flat, though. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm worried about, though. You'll never, I'll still come to see you. I'll still come to see you. Thanks very much. Why, but. You're putting me below a cat in priority list. Yeah, you're below a cat, but above my mother. There yeah. you go. That's, that's where you sit in my world. Here's something, um, listener, because I really want you to help me out here. They they reference The Guardian, don't they? They say it's all secondhand information. Where are you getting it? Do you know what they're referring to there? Because I know in a later episode when some Christmas scripts were leaked to a tabloid and they were threatening to publish them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I just wondered if it was in any way tied to that, but because I didn't know no, what I don't that think was so. to. And there's not there's not much about this time period that I don't know about. So I was really, you know, just these little things come up time and time again now that we're doing this show and you sort of scrutinise every sort of... Yeah, we listen did. in a different sort of way to the show. Exactly. Don't we? So that was, that was just one thing that I noticed this time. So if anyone does know what's going on, do do let us know because I'm sure you little nerdlingers, saucer lickers know what's going on. Yeah. No, I think uh, I don't know to be honest. I I've never really noticed that. I've no I know the dialogue, but I've never really thought about it. Thank you. There's some great uh, Carl versus Steve moments. Yeah. I, have to, I, I definitely have to put that a link in the description because some kind person on YouTube's literally that's uh, we we had that discussion, didn't we, about clips that you would introduce a non XFM fan to, and I actually would give them a montage of Carl versus Steve because it's just so funny to hear raw to introduce them to the show completely Absolutely. from scratch. Because Carl says at one point when he's sort of slagging off the, that he talks about the film Freaks. Right. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah, I've seen bits of the film. Freaks, yeah. Have you really? Yeah, I've, it's on. Um, I I've haven't seen Central. that. I, I, the only reason I'd watched it is because I'd, they'd referenced it on the show. What was it like watching it? It's like an old. I, I didn't watch much of it, but it's like it is like a family. They, it's like a family documentary. They almost portray it as it, I just watched it with the with the clips and the things. This was years ago. I mean, I'm talking, you know, many years ago. I couldn't face it. It's not nice. It's pretty grim. And they have like, uh, there is a uh, young people that look very old and people. It's not very nice. It's not pleasant. I wouldn't recommend it as like, um, you know, for a young child to sort of get them off to sleep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, 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 
it's interesting kind of film i have to say like a lot of these uh, i know there are some xfm fans that exist on like facebook groups and stuff and i know they're quite unpleasant because they do post like pictures of people because they might be listeners here there are some that are yeah they're they're, basically you 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 had you slagged me off preemptively for being in the pc brigade well i'm sorry but you we both are in some respects because there are some things that you i just don't agree with you know that are offensive and they're funny on the show that they took place on the show but to keep referencing them with new evidence of a particular freak or something like that even to call them freaks is not very nice isn't very nice and there are some people like that on the facebook group although they might i doubt they'll be listening because we posted <laughs> dickie anderson, i posted a dickie anderson episode on there basically and the sort Just of one like. nice, nice intro thing got two likes no there's thirty thousand people on there but anyway no, i'm not i'm not bitter no i'm not, I'm bit- not either Look, I'm, I'm just bitter. saying i'm not just bitter, mate <laughs> <laughs> I just Gary's just pulled a face I've never seen him fall before I just don't know I, I guess I, looking at people with something wrong with them is not in my sort of field of interest but that's not to say that Carl doesn't enjoy them but when Carl is reviewing the show he says honestly Steve if that woman wasn't eaten and yeah. you were in the room I'd slightly be drawn more to her more to you than her no, and I know I'm you not. hate me saying it but I'm there's not. no point pretending and I loved his qualifiers. I'm just being honest, right? I'm just We always said that about this show. And I, even though those words would never have been said in any sort of production meeting. No, it is true. But, it but is that true. does sum up the show, doesn't it? And, and their time at the station, which was we were always honest with each other. You know, you can slag us off for many things, but we, we, we were always honest. Yeah, absolutely. No, genuinely, it's something that, you know, as, as we, we've said, I've always presented in that way with that philosophy never copied tried to copy at all but you know you copy certain aspects of the way that the style and things like that of not the style of speaking but the style of the show and that is an important aspect of it you always show things on air that you would other shows would keep off air not everything but but certain things but yeah that's a great moment and then Carl does that so well like because he there's you know he could have just said yeah I saw the film Freaks and uh to be honest, Steve, you, you, you were worse than most of them, but he doesn't. He kind of, he does this thing and he does it, he's done it with other things with Steve where he starts quite a long, slow, slow build up where he sort of starts saying things and he, he starts it and he just mentions the freak. And then he sort of, it's a slow build up. I'll sort of be drawn more to you than her, like with that, with that payoff at the end. And, um, and then, <laughs> and and, and, I, and one thing I like it's just something I like probably no one else likes this but like when Ricky's sort of doing his muttly laugh and Steve goes <laughs> what are you laughing at instead of what he like what he just said you know or so, anything he just said that I'm laughing at that like obviously that like literally just that I'm laughing at that what Carl just said that he just says that um can you I, imagine hearing that for the first time though just someone slagging up steve merchant live i know so what did steve go through on the show man? So, so um but they do talk about during the film freaks again you know an example when carl was right he said et apparently that's how et was done and and again 
He's yeah, right. Like that, I think. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Ricky, I've always thought that Ricky's qualifies is how would how would a little dwarf fit in there? Like it's got a skinny little neck. Yeah, so, but obviously a bloke doesn't have a neck that thick. No, the, the bloke's in the bit <laughs> the below bloke's it. In the bloody bit in the body. So this man was called Pat Billen, and he was selected to operate one of the mechanical creatures used in the film of E.T. Uh, apparently there were four mechanical ETs that were created for uh, for the production. One of the bodies contained mechanical controls for large body movements and it was operated by cables. So yeah, there was actually uh, a dwarf. Uh, he died. But some he died. of the scenes then, not all of the scenes. No, no. But yeah, obviously those early Spielberg films, they were all like practical effects, you know, same with, you know, Jurassic Park and everything. So I think that's amazing though, isn't it? Like, um, was, there, of... was there a man in the Diplodocus? Diplodocus, <laughs> whatever it's called. There's, there's a man, two, there was two men in the in the T-Rex. One, yeah. one, doing the, one doing the head and one doing the legs and the little arms. I've always wanted to do do one of those you know there's always a donkey or horse and i've always where would you go though would you be the uh, the top or the heart i would rather be the head because i don't <laughs> want someone's ass in my face you, do you know what i mean i'm not like unless i'm engaged you know richard richard heron does this brilliant thing on his podcast where he says um if you had to be <laughs> the human centipede where would you be oh god have you seen that film yeah, i've seen of bits of it it's like yeah disgusting. it's, it's oh, fucking god. disgusting like and but the thing is like that's not even that shocking as a horror film but i think it's just i think it's the the second person going into the third where it becomes a problem <laughs> you didn't mind t- if it was just three you'd be like oh yeah i'll get, I'll get involved well, Wait, what time well, if it was a man that? if it was one man pretending to be a centipede i wouldn't i wouldn't worry about that well, yeah, one I'm man. Like okay. Running around a little bit. I wouldn't, I wouldn't he, find that. Yeah, but two. Once you get to two, I think that's too much. <laughs> I don't want my mouth stitched or anyone's mouth stitched to anyone's. Anyway, yeah, um, the freaks chat is very funny, and um, the uh, sort of the ET. That's an interesting little fact. Miles has done a bit of prep there. You won't get that from right. me, but that's Miles. You, if you <laughs> want to praise him, send us something on Twitter saying how good he is. <laughs> um but yeah uh and and the and the um the contemplation stuff as you said before the sort of what would you (laughs) do what would you rather i quite like that aspect about this episode is quite varied like it's got a lot of different bits in it it's got some carl versus ricky it's got some interesting kind of bits where you know they're talking about the uh inventions that's quite interesting Mm. you know most interesting ones i've i've been on that site you can go on the look at us patents basically and there are some weird things but they picked out some funny ones those are quite interesting um it's got a good uh not rockbusters but songs of phrase you know it's 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 a good solid show around um except for ricky kind of being a bit of a dick about at the beginning which again i just don't like well talking about ricky i mean I love the stories that he tells about the little sesame seeds in his chest and growing. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, but by the way, just let me just say before, I, I like Ricky in 98% of this episode. It's just that little bit. I'm not saying Ricky No, no, I agree. I think... all, but but he, that is something that I'd comment but on. But like you said, you've always said this about Ricky, like once he stopped being fat, that was a bit of a that was Once a, he stopped not changed. caring about his body and he started caring about his body, his... his I, I've gone off it and it's it's a they coincide perfectly you know mm. those times when he, he kind of went off so but you, you can't know. imagine that now though can you like with the sort of sesame chat discussion the sort of waistband chat he says everything's got elasticated waist velcro Ricky velcro must have been the great in a dry white baby grow like all these sort of things where Ricky's talking about how sort of slovenly and like slovenly and 
and like lazy and he doesn't care about his appearance and it's just about making people laugh like there's there is something about the way we perceive ourselves and our the sort of physicality and the way we treat our bodies that kind of does change your personality to some extent doesn't it well i don't think it's changed your personality i think that yeah but not 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 but certainly in the way that you're seen well let me say ricky's humor is all is very self-deprecating now actually funnily enough it's very other it's very deprecating to others mainly to steve as well and and to carl during the show like so he's deprecating to himself and to steve and to carl like it's it's a deprecating kind of comedy in general and he deprecates himself in his physical appearance and he, he laughs along when other people do it as well but once well, you Steve start said you're only funny because you're fat yeah steve actually made that point so it's not me the first the first one to make the point but basically when he started to when you start to care about your appearance you lose that you lose that kind of ability to deprecate in the same way to self-deprecate and it's not the ability it's almost the willingness to do it as well i'm not saying he never does it i don't follow him on twitter so maybe he he does send out weird photos of himself like that show him as fat or whatever but i just generally get the impression that when he started to care about himself and how he looked really started to care that's when he the slide started to happen and it's not the slide like suddenly he became unfunny when he cared about his appearance but it's more it's it's more he became more arrogant with it as he started to look better and better because i've seen photos of him he mm. looks really good like his chest like everything his stomach he's all right he looks nothing like yeah you know, he what looks thinking look right over there then yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> it's um that took you 0.78 seconds longer than you usually does yeah. but um he uh he doesn't he, the arrogance kind of sets in set in at the same time and and that led to things like him not working with steve him not seeing the value of steve in doing things like the office and and you know it just spirals from there i'm not saying they're directly linked and the only things that cause each other but you know it's just an interesting point absolutely uh, and you made it well I shouldn't. I felt bad though saying my own point was interesting. I meant to say it's just, just a point that I was making, but it, I find it quite interesting. But we're yeah. kind of wrapping up uh, the sort of first half. But I do want to talk to you about Uncle Alf, good old Uncle Alf. And those observant uh, listeners among you will notice that we're talking about a man who slept in two dinghies and, and a dinghy and watched uh, two one tellies. One of them the sound worked on, and one of them only the vision. And those observant listeners will notice in our artwork we have actually squeezed in a little uh, n- nod, a little tribute to uh, yeah. old Uncle Al. I was going to mention this. Yeah, basically our artwork. We never mentioned it before because we hope people might see it and comment on it and find it funny. But no, no one, one did, has... baby. No one did. But um, yeah, the basis of the artwork it has many little references to the show in it. But the basis was the man in the dinghy watching two tellies, and then we put the horse in. We put other things in as well. But yeah, go and go and have a look at that if you want. Clearly, I don't think anyone will. But, <laughs> no. but yeah, that's our artwork. We we might be changing it though, you know, soon. So watch that space. But I like um, that that story of Uncle Alf. He said, was it weird seeing a man with two D? And he says, it was strange. No, don't, don't be careful. Right. Don't, don't, don't take my quote. Because I, I want to do this. Oh, OK. I love that now. Um, I, I've heard some interviews um, with Cole. And um, he says, yeah, people always want to hear me talk about Uncle Alf. And it's like, he's been dead for how many yeah. years? It's like, how sad is that? Like, he wasn't even we're, a real we're, we're trapped in this time vacuum. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. 2002 yeah. and 2005, refusing to leave, 
and admit that it's 2020. Uh, yeah, but this is what I mean. This is why I think nostalgia is kind of a good thing sometimes. Cause we, yeah, we interviewed um, uh, Dickie Anderson and we both kind of expected in our heads him to be, you know, uh, how old he was then. But of course, 20 years have passed. I'm not saying he was old or looked old. He didn't at all. But he looked he. he he's i think we asked his age and he was much he's like 57 or something he's like much older than you expect we 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 look into maybe maybe get Claire Sturgis on that might not happen but we looked up her age she's like 58 now or something like that you don't think you well, think less than that she's not 58 oh right okay but she's around in her 50s she's in her 50s yeah yeah so you kind of uh, we've just lost any chance we have of getting Claire, Claire Sturgis <laughs> Jesus but, we, Christ. but it's strange you don't you don't realize like that time has passed and yeah when Carl even in 2003 when Carl or 2002 when Carl was making 2003 I should say when Carl was talking about Uncle Alf Uncle Alf he was probably talking about something that happened then 25 years before that and even then Uncle Alf was probably about in his 60s then so (laughs) but but to us when we think of Uncle Alf we I just think of him as like a 60 year old man still going (laughs) But he'd be, probably be about 130. He's still alive. Time passes. It's, 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 Time does. And it's weird, you know, we've always said this. I think we said this on um, my birthday, which was in January. Um, but yeah, like we're now the ages. I mean, basically me and you, we are um, sort of similar ages to Ricky and Steve, aren't we? Well, at, um, I'm still about five years younger than Ricky. But you're now Steve's age, yeah. I'm and still it's weird now that, that now that you see Carl, <laughs> but Carl has become himself. I what I mean by that is he's aged, you know, fairly well, but he has aged. But you can imagine him aging. Like I can't imagine myself aging. <laughs> no, Mars, Mars. <laughs> no, will I? Mars is like the picture of Dorian Gray. Like he has a picture of himself, and it's like if that ever starts to age, you know, he's a. But um, Carl is now the age where his personality on the XFM show fits. Yeah. Like now of that age, where he's in his mid fifties, like that kind of grumbly kind of, you know, that victim Eldrew kind of, yeah, that yeah. manner. No, you know, done, been there, done that with sex. That kind of fits in your fifties. I'm not saying fifties is that old, but he's kind of fits now. Of course, it's not. But yeah, we're going to have a break now. Um, after the break, we have coming up, we've got our favourite quotes. We've got XFM in the community and a bit more final chat. During the break, we have a special song. I won't tell you what it is. Mars is going to tell you after the break. But we've got a bit, little bit of music and we hope you enjoy it. I've been waiting a long time for you to call me now. Winter feels like a year. Seems like spring can't find. Cause the days just keep rolling past me And the snow is fencing me in Falling down There's only one thing for these lonely nights When I'm feeling alone in the crowd And nothing else puts the world to rights Cause when Ricky and Steve are in town I've been found You know I'm not alone now Ooh, yeah, yeah. I can't switch on the news these days Cause it's hurting me Why do they have to make things worse than they have 
not that I don't care about nothing, but nothing's better than watching what you do. There's only one thing for these lonely nights when I'm feeling alone in the crowd, and nothing else puts the world to rights. Cause when Rick and Steve are in town, I've been found. You know I'm not alone, Rick and Steve, yeah, to make you believe that the world's not so bad. When I can be with you, comedy, they're the best days I've ever had. There's only one thing for these lonely nights when I'm feeling alone in the crowd. Nothing else puts the world to rights. Cause when Rick and Steve are in town, I've been found. You know I'm not alone now. Ooh, hi, hi, hi. You know I'm not alone. Oh, that's now. nice. Nice little uh, little tune for the listeners. Um, let us know what you think of it on Twitter. Nice little ditty. That this was from a uh, Sophie Rose Strom, and she is a singer from Scotland, and she is classically trained. Sophie, man, enjoys... husband's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie enjoys writing her own music, and in 2015, she was NRK's TV program The Hit, where her song was performed by Norwegian singer Johan Hul. I hope I pronounced that right. Probably haven't. She studied music at St. Holvard High School in Lear and is currently studying a Bachelor in Musical Theatre at the Norwegian College of Musical Theatre. And she wrote uh, the song that you just heard was a, a tribute called Ricky and Steve. And it was essentially the sentiment of the song. Uh, you know it, it talks about you know um when in those dark times when the news is bad and everything's getting you down at least you've got the sort of comfort of um the radio nearby and particularly the the xfm shows and that's something i think that you and i both wanted to do when we set up this podcast was to a sort of you know have a bit of fun and share our passion with everyone but also to try and you know connect voices and connect uh create a little bit of a community which we've got coming up later yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good little little paragraph there. It was a little soliloquy from Mars. Um, no, absolutely, I agree. We we tried to we we said you know most people who love the XFM shows probably don't know anyone else in real life who loves them because they're only known by what half a percent of the population and like it's a very niche thing. So yeah, we tried to create a bit of community. And uh, what's her name? Sophie Rosestrom. Sophie, yeah, she's she's created a lovely little song. She's basically put what we wanted to get in our podcast in a song. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And, and check I'll out more of her work. Yeah, I'll put a link in the description. But now it's time for some of our favorite quotes oh is it that time? remember when we had that long argument on 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 whatsapp about what song to include what what bed to put on and i was saying anyway and then we got into a discussion about beds in general anyway why don't you go into that the bed i like is one that's sort of uh it's got a duvet on and a I saw mine mattress all right I saw mine in three quarters, I should say. But um, yeah, go on. What's your first quote? She's not angry. She looks normal. Yeah, that's good. Telescope, even the telescope. I got that. 
you see the bit sticking out the back and you go that's a wig that's a wig <laughs> i know what you mean i know what you... ricky's laugh at that he goes because uh, sometimes ricky preempts his laugh with a little uh, you know that little sort of squeeze uh, that yeah. you you have well last last week or the week before i did one where i impersonated ricky and because he i just liked the way at any stage of the game though gary just then yeah, I, was, I, I am Ricky, mate. Just don't call me Gary. Ricky went on it. Um, but yeah, this this is another one. I just like the way he he says this. It's not even the funniest quote. It's it's quite funny. But of course, you could stick a brush on his head and make it go down the toilet. That'd be genius, Carl. It's like that. Of course, you could stick a brush on its head and make it go down the toilet. Of course. <laughs> Little races. Little races, little race, little races. They're little races. He just said that so as a passing comment. He said it didn't state what the little races were. Little yeah. races, just uh-huh. couldn't resist, could he? It's funny. Um, this is one very subtle, but um, I, I, so it's again, it's like Carl versus Steve, but a very subtle one. And where Carl's saying, you know, you know, you'd, you'd worry about, you'd worry about war. And what do you mean I'd worry about? Will you? maybe steve like implying that steve <laughs> isn't, isn't actually as as uh as successful as gervais which is true bit of white stripes bit of white. Uh, i just uh, love that steve goes huh? they just do this wonderful laugh as they just break into the next song it's great it's great yeah, it's lovely sweet and this is one of my favorites of all time it's weird out at the time i thought nothing of it because <laughs> yeah. he says he said that in last week's episode didn't he, he said i thought i had quite a normal upbringing yeah yeah but it's it, you know that quote is him not like a lot of times he's trying to be funny and he he hits it on the mark most of the time but that one he's not it's just it's just very sweet it's like it's a genuine thing like he genuinely like he's just saying it's weird out at the time i thought nothing of it and it's the most ridiculous scene <laughs> they're talking about a man in a dinghy watching two tellies one the sound's gone one the vision's gone it's weird out at the time i thought nothing of it but that is a window <laughs> into his world isn't it? it that it just was normal for him my next one is uh newton said about the apple i did rockbusters i did rockbusters yeah <laughs> i had two comparable like they're the same <laughs> yeah newton had the apple um that he does not want that he does not want. Does not want. Actually, do you know what though? Like he does make a good point though when he's talking about MC squared. I've never used MC squared for the vice, but not my, this is not one of my favourite quotes. But the fella who invented the video recorder, I watched one a day, and I hate yeah. to say it, but it's kind of true. Yeah, there's always that kind I mean, of. How many people watch Netflix but they're shit at maths? No, I know, but obviously, you know, as a society, we're better off for. Um, we're better off for Einstein's E equals MC squared. But Carl, the way when Carl says something like that, it's like a stupid thing to say. But I agree with you. It's also it's apart from being stupid. Conversely, it's actually quite logical and actually does make complete sense. You know, the video does have a more direct impact on his life than MC squared. And a lot of people's lives. Yeah, but it's obviously you know look at things at the whole picture but yeah. a, lot of, a lot of what carl says is it's like stupid but actually god it weirdly conversely logical um my last one and actually probably one of my favorite quotes comparatively to all in in everything of xfm and i've said this so many times and it always makes me laugh it's a uh, little sort of mops pause fit them on your cat feet yeah. fit them on your cat feet i mean it's not fit them on your cat feet it's fit them on your cat feet yeah and just this the way he says this stuff it's yeah. fantastic it's 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 different isn't it i'm surprised that's your favorite ever quote though but it's not it's, it's not ever but it's 
definitely up there. Probably that one and um, what's a Babylonian? He's from Baba. He's from Baba. He's from Baba is probably my favourite quote of all time. Well, my last one, um, yeah, for today is, uh, Arne, Arne, tell me more. I like that when it's it's a cheese-filled cigarettes. You as well. I mean, you don't know because you don't smoke, but if it was, did you you think it is true? What, that you get cheese-filled cigarettes? Or that, you know, cheese does act as a cigarette filter. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, it would, it would, uh, what you need as a filter is just something that's going to collect some of the particles. So, yeah, I'm sure it would. I've got a friend, Ryan, and he only, I obviously don't smoke, but... Um, we don't even need to pretend with you, but... Well, Luke, 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 who's a, a D-Trouty of the show, which is what you're called if you listen to D-Trouty, uh, D-Trout Spinners. Pathetic. Well, I don't mind it. I like it. The listeners. Um, Luke from the show says um, uh, he could hear tobacco papers. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Early shows yeah. that we did. I know, and, it's um, so raw. I know, uh, this is how raw we are here. At the, yeah. We like to include you in the fun, what can I say, here at the D-Chart Spinners. But I mean, um, like to smoke. No, I don't. <laughs> my fr- no, he doesn't. And my friend my friend Richard, right, he uses um like the, the cardboard from the tobacco paper to roll a filter. Which, so it's just paper, essentially. So makes, yeah, that would work, I, get, I guess. No, yeah, but how bad? Like, smoking's bad anyway, but you can't just expect paper to filter... And I always find it a bit disgusting, but I mean, he's all right. He's healthy and, you know, in his 50s now, but, you know, it's all right. He's ordered a double coffin. <laughs> like, Twix. Uh, uh, Twix. Twix. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, smoky cheese, but yeah, it probably does work. And someone probably invented it, but of course there's What's no What's your market. favourite cheese, Gary? Gruyere? No, just cheddar. I, I'm good, plain, plain country boy. Cathedral City. Cathedral City. Oh, that's very nice. Um, there has been a flood of Oh, no, there isn't. I like that one as well. Yeah. I just wanted to get that in. But, um, so do email and tweet us your favourite uh, quotes or stories. Or we're still waiting on your audio, guys. What's going on? What's yeah, going you can do on? audio like, of course, you can stick a brush on its head and make it go down the toilet. <laughs> I'm going to put that at the start of the show. Yeah. So do email us, spinnerspodcast at gmail.com. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> and, on, and on Twitter at spinners podcast or on gary at 076 oh, we did that joke last uh lost its impact straight away yeah, um, never had impact mate but <laughs> yes, now. but now what's the time that joke for 48 episodes in a row <laughs> it's never <laughs> what we got time for now gary what's the the yeah, last well the last, the last feature is xfm in the community this is where we go through your feedback this week uh, possibly if we're short on feedback then last week as well or the week before we find some things that you emailed back in September uh, 2000 reach out again but um yeah it's it's, it's my favorite feature I love going through your feedback and I'm going to start this week I've got a little little message and I hope she's listening because we we haven't heard from her for a while but Erin who's a listener from America from the United States um, she says she sent a picture and she says there's a store near where I live that sells British food. So I couldn't resist an American about to try Jaffa cakes for the first time. Less likely to get cancer, maybe. It's like we get him on the weekends. He's got Jaffa cakes. So, yeah, there's Erin trying some Jaffa cakes and she's, she's smiling. So hopefully she enjoyed them. Had a good experience. And, and who could not enjoy Jaffa cakes? Who and she's got a great immune system as well. Um, thanks for getting in touch, Aaron. And um, yeah, hope you're enjoying the shows. But now yeah. Miles has got Miles has got some more feet. Miles. 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 Johan Winder from Sweden. We've got a Swedish listener. 
um just found I feel, your... like I, I feel like i know him already i've heard about <laughs> that we may we may there may have been some outtakes there but anyway go on what do, what's he said miles what's he said what's he been going on i uh, just found your podcast on spotify i was given the xfm files and he put those in quotation marks on a usb stick in 2008 it's been part of my life since i think i've heard all episodes eight to ten times it's one of my go-to things when cooking never gets old cheers chaps Wow. I love the fact, the fact that you put the XFM files in quotation marks, like there's some sort of like secretive operation and that these yeah. are like some sort of a secret governmental documentation. And it's yeah. like, because I know some people do, I mean, people do take them off like YouTube and then they just appear straight back well, on. I, 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 I know Podrot's having a bit of a moment at the moment because um. They're, we used to post a link to PodRob, but it's gone now. It's been effectively taken off. And that is from the litigious nature of Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I think, uh, Johan, thanks for listening. Absolutely couldn't agree with you more on the XFM shows, hearing them so many times, and they're your go-to thing. I think a lot of us can relate to that, particularly I can and Miles. Um, but 2008 is actually quite early. You're a very early listener. They'd done the podcast then, but... Most people hadn't discovered the XFM shows. I think I discovered them in 2011 or something like that. So you're not just, I'm not saying you're just early discovering them because you're before me, but I know people discovered them before me, but that is quite early. So yeah, you've had them a big part of your life for 12 years now. That's a long time. Think of that. Think of that. 12 Think years. Think of that. Think of that. Can I see? Thanks for listening as well to this show. And I love that he says when cooking as well, because you know many people yeah. listen to the shows for i mean people listen to the radio for numerous reasons and yeah, everybody's sleep, comfort. teeth to, yeah all sorts yeah on the toilet uh, but it's cooking but cooking um i i relate to that i love one of my favorite things in life and um actually what i was going to say before before the break was um i, I mopped my floors gary uh in my flat right with and you. um i've never felt better about my life there's something about did you strap mops to your feet and (laughs) on your hands and do it good one actually did good there well done um but uh, (laughs) i am because i think it's because i had a need i told you you i had a needle in my foot when i was like eight i stood on a needle so i think since then i've kind of had ocd about having a clean floor well i stepped on glass i stepped on a shard of glass it's another reason why we get on so well I smashed a wine glass, not out of anger. How old were you, 12? There's no Merlo left. <laughs> um, no, I sl- it slipped out of my hands because I was a slippery dish. It was. It, out of my- and, uh, yeah, I thought I cleaned all the glass off, but I didn't. And I I never mopped my floor, though. But I, I always I wipe it with, like, kitchen wipes. You don't dust your flat, though. I don't dust very much, no. But my the flat isn't that dusty. But actually, if you well. look behind stuff and look at my TV, yeah, that's dusty where it's dusty. But I don't dust anyway. But I'm still available for weddings and, you know, to get married to you if you're listening. But no, I don't <laughs> dust. Don't dust. dust. This one's from, uh, to return to our feature, XFM in the community. This one's from Joshua Hong. You Just... pronounce that well, mate. <laughs> Just... <laughs> A bit of editing went on as well. Before yeah. that on. Gerald Preston. Just discovered your podcast this morning whilst getting ready for work. It's awesome. Oh, that's nice. Calling in sick tomorrow. So there's someone prepared to take really the, the threat of unemployment for a podcast. For this podcast, not a podcast, this one. What's the yeah, point? Yeah, imagine that. Even I wouldn't waste my time on this one. 
you know. But <laughs> thank yeah, you for listening, you know, Joshua. Lovely and welcome well. to the club. Lovely comment. Thank you, guys. I put on a poll on Twitter to Ooh. discover what the best invention is, and this just this has just gone out, uh, and the date today is the fourth of September. So we're sort of we're we're kind of wrapping up the year, aren't we? That's a bit. Mm. shocking and i said oh, i can see it. i've got it in front of me yeah God, it's quite funny <laughs> well do you want to like, do you want to go well yeah i mean I, I don't mind but um yeah what's the best invention floor mops for cats x-ray machine steve merchant floor mops for cats is on 43 percent the x-ray machine is lagging behind at seven percent and way out ahead well out ahead anyway with half the votes 50 percent Stephen merchant the best invention this is bigger than brexit this is <laughs> It's, it's absolutely, well what how, yeah absolutely we'll have to you know mandate a, a new like we'll have to negotiate with steve merchant to get him a vet like <laughs> not a no deal steve merchant exit so as good as floor mops for cats well that typifies our listeners because actually in reality the and it typifies us as well the x-ray machine is obviously the most important that got seven percent floor mops for cats and okay steve merchant's not even a, uh, an invention so but yeah i love our listeners because they're, they're, they're lopsided like us absolutely um guys if you've got any xfm in the community songs or bits of audio that you want to say because often we we like to pop in your audio pop in the audio at the start of the uh, episode or indeed if you have any quotes stories or just general correspondence do get in touch the usual way spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or on twitter which is spinners podcast now guys we have got some big news in the podcast land world etc oh yeah yeah you wanted so we might be sorry we, to interrupt we got in touch with useless interruption sorry <laughs> we got in touch with sam well i got in touch with someone who knows sammy jacobs so potentially we could be talking to sammy jacobs in the future which is deeply exciting to me someone that was you know uh, part of the formative experience of ricky gervais and um, getting him like his first sort of big break, if you will, into the, the world of entertainment and radio. So that's very exciting. But also, Gary, you're, me and you, uh, we're sort of meeting up, aren't we, formally in uh, a pub environment? We've been in negotiations for several months now about uh, <laughs> a, a suitable uh, reconciliation um, unit time. And uh, yeah, no, we've, we're going to be meeting we're going to do a live show it'll be a dutch otherwise it's sort of a you know it's about us and things we'll just be chatting about the last few months how strange you've been everything like that so i didn't make it sound interesting but if you want to tune in um that'll do be I, our, on, I think tw- yeah 24th of we're this meeting month. on 23rd to 24th and i've booked that is, uh, that a travel is, lodge yeah Miles, no it's premiering actually he's right. and he's come he's coming down to brighton and then i'll be coming up to london probably in the next couple of years okay no so yeah we're gonna we're gonna be um we're gonna be doing a live show for the first time in i can't wait are you excited no but anyway that that was this week's show hope you so thanks for listening and um yeah do keep getting in touch we will feature your comments on xfm in the community next week and yeah we'll be doing another d trap spinners next week the dutch otherwise will be the week after um, hope you have a good week, everybody, and everything goes well for you. And Miles, you got much planned for the rest of the day? Uh, I'm go- I might go. I'm only asking you this because you ask me this all the time, and it's really. I know. I thought I might genuinely answer this time. I might go to the pub later. I think that's probably it.
<laughs> yeah, that's that's what funny. Gonna, what are you gonna do? Just drink at home and rock in the corner. Maybe I'll rock at the side of the flat. No, I'll be um, doing some work on an essay and things. So great, sort of, sort of an essay. Great. Have a. Well, have I, a literally, I I could if if it's like a superpower. I meant I can I know how to make Mars say certain words because you say great right okay yeah like Mars could get bored in in less than half a second if I mention the word anything to do with you. I don't get bored. He has just asked me what how how my uni works going. I don't get drinking a glass of water though, so that's where me and Ricky differ. Ciao.